From the Selfish Path to Romance, download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. It's just that it's bugging me, this cool thing. But I mean, what is it? How do you get it? Who doesn't have it? And who decides who doesn't have it? What is the essence of cool? Not sure. But you need a thing. One thing nobody else has. What do I have? An exciting new obsession. I know I'm right about this. I'm on the track. Just need to find my thing. And I remember being in seventh grade, and I was definitely not cool. I had bangs that were in my eyes, and my hair was a mess, and my my clothes were real uh, dowdy. They they just I didn't have it put together. I didn't know what cool was or how to make my how to connect with people. By eighth grade, I looked adorable. I, you know, I had grown a little bit. You, when you go through that awkward period, you, things grow at different rates and whatever. And at that point, I felt more at ease in my own body and more comfortable with myself. But I still was making an error, the same error that Xander was making here in the, um, in the TV show Buffy, in that thinking that you have to be cool. And that's the wrong question to ask. It's how can I enjoy my life? What will make it richer? Not how can I impress people? How can I intimidate people? Because that's what how do, how can I be cool means. But if you're focused on how to make my life interesting, if that's the question guiding you, you're much more likely to be successful because you can never be cool. I mean, the whole focus is just focused on what other people think of you. And that's what I work so hard in therapy to help people Switch that focus to self-valuing, to valuing their own life and to not worrying, to be able to dance and not worry who's looking at you, that type of feel. So I'm Dr. Alan Kenny. You're listening to The Rational Basis of Happiness. And right now, we're turning to the phones. My number is toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER. And I have an interesting website at drkenner.com, D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R.com. And we'll welcome Cindy right now. Cindy, you're wondering why women get involved, uh, emotionally involved in relationships before men? So much more quickly, it seems like, doctor. I've been seeing a guy for about a month, and we've taken, it's progressed along very nicely, and it seems like now after a month, I'm just way more into this relationship, I guess, emotionally than he is. He can be very standoffish, not call, well, basically not call, and I hate to be the one to call him, you know what I mean? So you feel like you're the pursuer in the relationship, and he's the distancer. (laughs) He's he's cool. He's backing off. And it's funny because I had been that way. I it's been equally that way up until last night when the relationship went to the next level. Okay, so you made love, or yes, so? we did. Okay, so at that point, the meaning of making love for you means what? Uh, well, I think a whole lot more emotions are probably involved for me than for a guy. I would think. So what 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 goes through your mind when you're? I don't I don't mean all of the graphic sexual right. <laughs> details, obviously, but what type of emotional connection are you feeling to to allow yourself to cross that line with with this guy you're with? Um, I think that's exactly it. That there is an emotional connection, and up until then, there has been a connection. You know, as far as getting along, communication, and that's what took it to the next level. And so now, by taking that next step. I'm almost ready, you know, I don't want to say for a commitment, but for more of a commitment. 
if you will, you know, emotionally almost. So you would like, where you're at right now, the meaning force for crossing the border and moving into into, uh, sexual intimacy for you means I like you a whole lot. I value you a lot. I want to share my body with you. And for him, you want it to mean the exact same thing for him so that he gets on the phone in the morning and calls you and said, oh, gosh, honey, wasn't that wonderful? And you get the honey. I remember the first time my husband called me, honey, oh, my God. I was all smiles, all warm inside. It was wonderful. So you want that reciprocated. It would have been nice, yes, to get a phone call today saying, boy, yesterday was really great and last night was the topper. And you know what? It just didn't come. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so it's not that all men are that way. In fact, uh, when my husband heard your question, he goes, I don't think I was that way. You know, he didn't <laughs> feel that way. So it's just that you're learning more about the man that you're currently with. You collect data on a person. I don't mean that you have an Excel spreadsheet, but you emotionally make note of what you value in a person and what are the red flags in a person. How old are you? Mm, 47. 47. He's how old? 44. He's 44. First, first, uh, either have you, do either of you have a history of being married? Mm -hmm. He's been married once. I've been married twice. But so my, my last marriage, it ended like seven years ago. So you've been looking for a partner since then, or is this brand new for you? I I don't want to say looking, but um, I've been in a couple of relationships since then. And you know, the men, you've had the same pattern? Mm, no, I don't think so. But the last one, it ended a while ago. Yeah. So it's almost kind of hard to even remember how the beginning of it was. But you would like a romantic partnership, and this guy up until last night was getting grades of B or A. Yes, he in was. Your book. And <laughs> as of last night, he flunked a test. Well, no, last night, last night he passed. <laughs> oh, last night he passed. But the okay, that's nice to know. So, and and he seemed to have all smiles too. Yes. Okay. Sometimes men don't, and I don't mean just men, but some. It could be the case that he does not know how to share emotional intimacy or with you. He that's definitely a skill. You need skills to show how you value one another. Mm-hmm. And people have different needs. You may need to meet I would have wanted the same thing. I would have wanted Cindy for the person I was with to have called me and said, "Oh god, wasn't that great?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't wait to see you and right. do it again. Mm-hmm. And that electric that charge that tingly feeling that you can carry with you and you forget the rest of the world just kind of fades away and exactly. you're, just, you're in love. And you you want more of that. Well, number one, you want to make sure he communicates. Does he communicate openly? Mm, pretty much. I mean, all of this last night kind of happened. I mean, I don't think, I, I certainly wasn't expecting it the way it led up. But yeah, I mean, the way we've, commu- we haven't communicated really about our relationship, you know. Um, I mean, it's been more casual. We see yeah. each other a couple, three times a week. And this is the first time. Did you initiate the sex or did he? He did. He did. Okay, that's nice. Uh-huh. And it does, see, here's here's another difficulty that for him, he, he seemed to enjoy it. Men can get aroused much more easily. We know that by now. Although at the age of 47, they may need a little pill. Or 44, <laughs> you know, you're 47. You know, they, they need that more and more. Um, but... It, 
it, when he's making love to you, I have no idea what, it, it seemed like it went very well last night. I don't know how he processed it in the morning. I know one, the first time I made love, I don't know why I'm sharing this on the air, but <laughs> well, this may be too much information. But I remember the guy the next morning said to me that he felt so guilty. He felt awful. And you know how that made me feel? Oh, that's funny. Yeah, pretty small, probably. I felt really uh-huh. small. I was so elated. I was ready to marry him. <laughs> We'd been dating for a while, and I was like, waiting, waiting, waiting. This was so wonderful. And, you know, you give up your virginity for what? For someone to say, oh, I feel really badly about that. It's like the guy's not supposed to do that. The woman's supposed right. to do yeah, that, Right, yeah, we're honey. supposed to have the guilt. So um, what I would recommend is, here's here's one possibility. One thing is that afterwards he thought about it. Maybe he thought it's moving too fast. Mm-hmm. Maybe he had some flashbacks remembering his first marriage. Uh, and some of the difficulties he had back then. Intimacy is, sex is so important that what I recommend is both of you talk about what your needs are. If you lay a guilt trip on him, it will undermine the relationship. If you say, why didn't you call me? And I know you didn't say you were going to do that. But if you said to him, if you call him and guide him a little, you know, it was so good last night. Tell me your thoughts. How was it for you? You know, just trying to get some feedback of what he, what it felt like for him Mm -hmm. and then you say you know were there any negatives was there a downside for you give him an opportunity to talk and he may say no initially and then say well tell me if there are any you know get him out in the open you're encouraging both of you to be able to talk about sex Um, so I would I would definitely try to help him open up about that because you don't want to have a big question mark in your uh, mind is he the right guy or what did I do last night so listen, I wish you a lot of success with that. Well, thank you so much. Oh, thank you for calling, Cindy. Okay, Doctor, thanks. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenny. You're listening to The Rational Basis of Happiness. And if you have any questions that you would like to ask a counselor or a, a therapist, I am a clinical psychologist, so you can give me a call. Toll-free one 877 dr And you can visit my website, drkenner.com. That's D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R.com. I have, have articles. I have books. I recommend on it. It's a lot of fun. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance by Dr. Ellen Kenner. If you think your partner is being unfair, a way to avoid overreacting is to take some time to privately sort out your feelings and your thoughts. Let's say Aaron is extremely upset with Jane's purchases, too angry to effectively talk with her at the moment. He could buy himself some cool-down time by saying, Jane, I'm too angry right now to talk about this sensibly. I'm taking some time to sort out my thoughts and feelings. Let's touch base later today and talk about it. By handling his anger this way, Aaron avoids avoids giving Jane the silent treatment or playing mind games, walking away in a huff without letting her know why he's leaving and without giving any indication of when he'll return. Instead, Aaron openly lets Jane know that he's too upset to talk at this time and that he's committed to figuring out why he feels so angry and what action would help resolve the issue. You can download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and you can buy the book at amazon.com.